What happens when you take a redneck fishing guide and pair him up with a master beekeeper? Well, we're about to find out. Join our host Ken Milam and John Swan as they help you brave the sting of beekeeping to reap the sweet rewards. This is The Hive Jive. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, or evening, or whenever you happen to be listening. Welcome to another edition of the Hive Jive podcast. Today, we have a very special guest with us. We are going to be doing an interview with John F. Sanders from AZ Hives North America, and we're going to be talking about some very interesting beekeeping history, and we're going to talk about the upcoming World Bee Day event and kind of where that comes from. So thank you for joining us, everybody, and thank you, Jonna, for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me on. I'm really excited to have the opportunity to talk to you, Bull. Awesome. So everybody at this point is uh, pretty familiar with World Bee Day, you know, and, and, and every day has a day, it seems like, you know, my mom's got this calendar where there's so much stuff written on every single day. There's no space for her to make any notes of her own because every day is something. There's Donut Day. There's all these things. And we have World Bee Day, which is more significant because it is recognized the world round. And what a lot of people don't realize is that World Bee Day was actually originated by a Slovenian beekeeper. The whole thing kind of evolved from this. And so you are of that descent and ancestry and are here today to educate us all on the actual importance of World Bee Day. Uh, I, I am, John, and uh, thank you very much. So the um, a little bit about the background of World Bee Day and about Slovenia in general. Um, so I am a Slovenian-American, and um, I still have uh, deep roots in that country, uh, probably more cousins than I can count. And um, so my first uh, time going to Slovenia for university studies was in 1999. So um, I've been in and out of that country for, for, for many years. Um, and World Bee Day is sort of the genesis of Slovenia's um, green and environmental practices. And uh, they've really done an amazing job of advocating for pollinators over the last, you know, I would say um, 20, 25 years, you know, since, you know, we're coming up now on the 30th anniversary of Slovenia breaking away from Yugoslavia and becoming a country. Um, so since that time, they've really established themselves as a, a green, sustainable entity. In fact, they're the first country in the world that the entirety, the entirety of the country is recognized as a green destination. Um, and so as part of that, um, there is a, you know, the beekeeping institution in Slovenia, um, it's called Chablarska Zveza Slovenia, Slovenian Beekeeping Association. Um, has really taken, um, they, they've come to the forefront of trying to advocate for pollinators, not only within Slovenia, but within the European Union and at Appomondia, you know, the World Beekeeping Association, um, to try and change mindsets with regard to how we, how we view pollination and pollinators and how we treat them, the practices that underlie that. And so World Bee Day, the, the kind of concept of it started back on September 14th, 2014, where some of the, the you know, the leading, um, 
you know, leaders in in Slovenia um, at uh, CZS, the Beekeeping Association, started to talk about this. And Bostian Noc, who's the president of CZS, as well as Dr. Peter Kosmos, who's also, um, he's the head of um, the CZS's carnival and beating program. And he is also the currently the vice president of Opamondia. Um, they started to have some conversations um, with themselves and within Slovenia about trying to put together this concept of World Bee Day. Um, and then the next year in 2015, uh, the government of the Republic of Slovenia supported the concept of World Bee Day. And so um, 20, later in the year in, at Apamondia, the, uh, the World Bee Day initiative was receiving support in South Korea at the International Congress. And then in 2016, um, there were the FAO Council in Rome, Italy. Um, they also presented and received support for the concept of World Bee Day. And so Dr. Peter Kosmos, um, who's a fabulous guy, by the way, um, he, uh, I, I really um, enjoy talking with him and working with him. Um, he was the, the gentleman who came to New York, who came to the, uh, the United Nations um, to advocate for this, um, this concept and the support worldwide for, for pollinators. And so, um, and thankfully this um, initiative was successful. And on December 20th, 2017, the United Nations declared May 20th as World Bee Day. Um, and May 20th is a date that is, um, you know, very deep in the Slovenian beekeeping um, culture. Um, the first, um, the first instructor of beekeeping in the modern world was a Slovenian uh, by the name of Anton Jansha, and he was a young man, very young, um, who went to go study art um, at um, in Vienna, and uh, but his father had kept bees, and so you know, young man needs to be able to support himself. He brought bee colonies with him when he went to Vienna. Um, and his skill and talents um, were recognized. And so um, the Empress Maria Theresa um, decided that she was going to start a beekeeping academy. And so he was named as the first instructor of that beekeeping academy. Um, and he did not live very long, he died very young, but at the time um, of his death, he had already published one book um, on beekeeping instruction. And then there was a second one that was also uh, published posthumously. Um, so, but his, uh, he really paved the way for the, the skill and practice of modern beekeeping. Um, and so um, May 20th, which is now World Bee Day, celebrates his contributions to our craft. That is fascinating, actually. And I think I read an article and it talked about how, you know, again, it is so embedded in their culture that after he had went out there and lobbied for this with the United Nations, when he came home, he came home to like celebrity status, people waiting at the airport, cheering him on. Like it was a big deal. Well, and the absolutely it was this was as well received as you know someone winning a gold medal at the olympics in slovenia but you have to understand the culture that surrounds bees in, in slovenia um you know at, slovenia is a very small country there are two million of them there are probably two million slovenians outside you know in the rest of the world so we're not a big group um but um 
all of us, um, I don't think that I could say, you know, regardless of country, we feel a deep affinity for bees and for, um, for greenscapes, um, for nature. Um, it's, it's sort of embedded in who we are. And in Slovenia, one in 200 people keep bees. Um, and, you know, this is not large scale commercial beekeeping. This is most families have one or two hives in their backyard for their yacht, for their, you know, use that of their family. Um, you'll have a village that will have, you know, maybe a thousand people. You'll probably have two or 300 beekeepers there. Um, so they have different, they have different problems with bees than we do. They have, you know, they have the problem of so many bees that, you know, if one colony is sick, then they're all sick. Um, so they have different challenges than we have in the United States. But um, because people have such a close and intimate relationship um, with bees and with pollinators in general, um, beekeepers in general um, within Slovenia as a political bloc have a great deal of power. And so they've, you know, they've successfully lobbied within Slovenia to protect green spaces, to, you know, look at how um, development um, occurs and work on sustainable management of the environment around them. And so it's for that reason that Slovenia has been really recognized and lauded around the world as being, you know, a sustainable green country. Um, and Ljubljana, the city center, you know, you're not allowed to, to drive cars. It's a pedestrian only zone. So, you know, it's really an amazing country if you've never been there. Absolutely be breathtakingly beautiful and um, pollinators are protected. They've done so much to advocate for um, protection of pollinators. Um, they've outlawed the use of pesticides first in Slovenia, and then they went to the EU to lobby for the same thing. And so across, um, across the European Union in general, whole classes of pesticides that are widely used in the United States for agricultural purposes have been outlawed. Um, so, and that is, that is because of the advocacy and leadership of this very, very small, you know, country um, that, you know, certainly politically doesn't have the power in the United Nations or in the EU, say, you know, compared to someone like Germany or France. So, but Slovenes have been leading the world, um, you know, for the last 300 years um, with be science and, and, and be knowledge. And so, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to, you know, talk about Wheel World Bee Day because this is something that we all should be doing. See, that, uh, that influence kind of reminds me of a saying that my mom says, which is that dynamite comes in small packages. <laughs> and so sometimes some really remarkable things can be accomplished by just a smaller, you know, group of people. So that's really awesome. So, yeah, I mean, I think as a group, um, Slovenians, um, you know, are very proud of, of, you know, being able to work together and uh, to um, to accomplish goals like this. And, you know, maybe it's the small size that allows them to to, you know, to be more active and be more, um, you know, be be a little bit better in terms of how they're able to advocate. Um, so, uh, but uh, no, it's something that, you know, as a culture, um, you know, as a world community, we're very proud of. So um, Dr. Cosmos and, and Bostjan Noch also are, you know, they're, they're um, really leading this um, in terms of their development and, and pushing for these principles. See, I have you know, I have those names written down here, and I don't think that I could have ever done them justice attempting to pronounce them. <laughs> I would have botched all of them. <laughs> well, just just stick around with me, and not only will you learn a little bit about Slovenian beekeeping, but you'll learn some you know some some linguistics as well. 
Well, you know, us us redneck folk down here in Texas can probably use all the linguistic help we can get. <laughs> Are you talking about me? <laughs> I put all of us into that basket, Ken. Oh, not just okay. Some maybe One more thing. than others, but hey. Well, I need to throw know, something in here. I just thought while I was sitting while I was sitting there to listening to Jana, a very small country of small of a in a small crowd of people and that did this. That's kind of like a beehive. You got a small colony of bees. Well, not a small colony. It could be 30, 40, 50,000. But they do such a great thing in a small space. Much well, like what y'all are doing in Slovenia. Well, you know, that's uh, that's that very much speaks to the the way that the Slovenian beekeeping community is working together worldwide. Um, the other thing that I'd like to put out there is there's there is a very common phrase, and I'm not even going to throw it out there in Slovensko because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to make anybody's tongue hurt. Um, but the the phrase in Slovene is uh, to to be Slovenian is to be a beekeeper, and their idea is that everybody should be a beekeeper. Um, so you know, I fully support this. I think everybody should be a beekeeper too. And so I, I go out and try and convince all my neighbors that they should be beekeepers as well. Most of them look at me cross-eyed, but you know, I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm doing my part. So, um, you know, the, the objectives of World BJ, though, are, you know, what I think that, you know, your listeners, I think, could really, you know, benefit from from knowing is that this is this is an initiative that is designed for people to be able to take action where they are with what they have and move forward with it. And so the, you know, the objectives of World B-Day are to, you know, first and foremost, to raise a public awareness about the importance of bees, bee products, pollination in the environment, um, to inform people and policymakers that bees are facing many threats, um, and also to make them aware of just how critical pollinators are to, to life on Earth. You know, that a third of our food sources depend on pollination. Um, the, the third objective is to suggest solutions to improve the environment for bee survival. And then ways to improve the environment is, is the fourth and critical piece. So um, a third of our food comes from bees. So what it, it you're does. saying is. One mouthful of food out of three came from a bee. It does. And and there is a there is a really brilliant video that um Chabalarska's Vesa Slovenia CZS, the Slovenian Beekeeping Association, put out. It's on YouTube that shows you know, it's it was done and it shows a grocery store and they took out everything that was required for pollination by bees and people walking in and looking around and saying there's no food here. And so I think that seeing that video can really drive it home, especially for non-beekeepers. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll share that with you so that, you know, you folks can, can spread that wide. But, um, you know, the other thing that Slovenia is doing um, in, in amongst the, the World Bee Day advocacy is that they've, they've started a beekeeping academy, um, Beekeeping Academy of Slovenia, um, and this is supported by um, Slovenia's government. Um, and they're taking what they know about bee science and pollination, and they're pushing it out to countries around the world where you have problems with sustainable agriculture, you have problems with people living in poverty, 
um, to try and deal with you know, climate change, intensive agriculture, pesticides, urbanization, to try and go to places like Africa, um, where a lot of people are living in poverty, um, and, and try and address those, you know, those issues at the source and, and, and advocate and create, you know, a, a sustainable agriculture sector there, you know, from the ground up. And so they're really doing groundbreaking work that nobody knows about. Um, and so, you know, that's why, you know, I think that World Bee Day is such a great initiative because it allows people to say, hey, you know what? Here I am, I'm in Texas, I'm in New Jersey, I'm in Colorado, you know, I'm in Washington, D.C., but I'm going to share the knowledge that I have about bees, educate those around me, and then watch those, you know, watch those ripples spread. So worldbeeday.org, www.worldbeeday.org is a fabulous resource for people, for, for beekeepers to go in. You can download materials, you can spread them to your neighbors, you can upload them and share them to, you know, your social media groups and, and, and watch that information spread. So on that topic, actually, and, you know, we're, this whole thing is kind of revolving around World Bee Day. And World Bee Day is coming up on this Thursday. It's May 20th. And you all, I say you all because we're talking to you, but um, there has been, y'all, welcome to Texas, y'all. Um, there has been an organized event actually set for World Bee Day that actually includes a lot of the individuals that you have mentioned. Um, can you give us a little bit more information about that? Yes. So um, in response to some of these global initiatives, um, so the um, the Slovenian Consul General in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, um, has organized in association with the um, Ohio State Beekeeping Association, the creation of a World Bee Day event. Um, and so Dr. Peter Kosmos is going to be speaking on this. Bostian um, Noch, this is a virtual event, but we're going to have a number of, you know, very highly placed individuals who, um, you know, know this sector well, um, can speak to, you know, what Slovenia is doing. And, you know, um, I, I do know that the um, Ohio State governor is going to be speaking at this event. So this is, you know, a fabulous opportunity for people to log on, get to know these names, get to know these faces and hear, you know, exactly what Slovenia is doing and how they personally can get involved with World Bee Day and, you know, spread the word. So I, um, I'm going to be um, at that event answering questions about Aja Hives. Um, and uh, there are also going to be speakers from the, uh, the Beekeeping Academy of Slovenia, Slovenia's uh, tourism sector, because that's another big part that a lot of people don't know about is that Slovenia is doing some really great things in terms of bringing people in to talk to them about pollinators, uh, visiting aviaries, and uh, that's something we'll be doing as well. So uh, it's very exciting, and, and I'm super happy to be part of that event as well. So it looks like the event will kick off uh, in Eastern time zone. It'll start at 12 noon yes. Eastern time on Thursday, May 20th. And there's a, you've got a whole slew of different things that will take place throughout the day up until 4.30. Um, is it a, when they get their tickets, is it live only? Like you get in there, you watch it and when it's done, it's done. Or if somebody purchases a ticket, is there a way for them to watch it like a recorded version after the fact with the purchase of that ticket, or is it you have to be there? 
You know, I think that you're going to have to be there, but I um, let me check on that with with the folks that are running that event um, to see if there's a way that people can log in later on. I know that, you know, a lot of times they try and make those events um, live and recorded so that people can come back in and see them later. Um, So I'll I'll get back to you on that one. (laughs) Fair enough. So there is an Eventbrite link to this event, and we will post that in the comments of the show. That way, if anybody is interested and wants to go out there and get tickets to join this phenomenal presentation from the people that actually originated the day itself and are pushing this whole effort in knowledge and education and beekeeping, if you would like to go out there and join it, we'll put that into the comments so you can check that out there. And Jana, thank you so much for telling us all about World Bee Day and Slovenian beekeeping. And also, just as a little teaser here, Ken, this is where you can throw in your little your little tidbit. My little tidbit of, I, while I'm sitting here, I got my computer up and I done put Slovenian beekeeping in and all it came up was AZ Hive. And then I started looking at all of that and I said, hell, that's just a Chester drawer. They got them stacked where you just pull it out there and you slide it out. I like that one, by the way. You don't have to bend over and they don't sting you on the damn chin anymore. Well, they don't. (laughs) Aja hives, Aja hives are are a cabinet style hive. They probably look very similar to what you have in your kitchen for, you know, pulling your glasses out. And they're managed Mm -hmm. much the same way. They, They go into a building of your choice and your design. You can put them in a shed. You can put them in the side of a barn. You can build what's called a chabunyak. Um, and you can stack them high or you can run them horizontally. Uh, you know, it's 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 completely up to you. But for disabled beekeepers um, like myself, I've, I've got scoliosis. And so lifting um, lifting was a problem for me from the very get go. Um, but they are a fabulous solution. Uh, they can be easily managed by children, um, you know, folks that are elderly in their 90s and in Slovenia, people beekeep a lot longer because they don't have to do the lifting. Um, they're also easily managed by people in wheelchairs. So and in Slovenia, they have a whole apiary where they do training and they, they have a whole program for folks that are in wheelchairs. And, you know, that just goes back to that idea that everybody should be a beekeeper. Everybody should be a beekeeper. And the so to to clarify on that, you know, Ken said he pulled it up and he sees AZ Hive. And the name of your company is commonly referred to as AZ Hives of North America. And what the actual phrase is, is because there's an accent mark that gets left out of that sometimes. So correct. the correct phrasing of it is Aja. 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 Yes. So they're called uh, Slovenian Aja Hives. Aja, yeah. And there's there is a wealth of information on that and we don't have time to cover it today with our world beekeeping segment, but we would love to have you back on the show so we can dedicate an entire episode to just the Aja hives and how they work, how they function, how different they are. I know a lot of our listeners probably have seen them and not realized it when they were scrolling through Instagram or Facebook and you see these like a little wagon or what looks like a tiny home and it's got all these decorative colored fronts to it that is actually one of the those cabinet style hives that are in a building like a shed and i think that it would actually be very very beneficial for everybody to learn another form of beekeeping we talk a lot about the traditional langstroth hive your top bar hives long langs horizontal hives and once in a while, a Warre hive, but the uh, the Aja hive, I think, is something that everybody should be introduced to as well. 
Yeah, um, I think it's a it's it is a solution for so many people that have so many problems with the lifting. And and let me say this: um, this the Aja Hive might be a new concept to the United States, um, to North America in general. However, um, this is not a new concept in Slovenia. This is not the you know the bright shiny new thing. Um, the first Aja Hives um, started to be put into use um, around 1903. Um, and so when my great grandgrand came over, you know, in 1906 to try his hand on being a coal miner in Wyoming, his father, who was a farmer back in Slovenia's region called Gorenska, um, was already using these hives. So, um, you know, we're now getting into the fourth and fifth generation um, of, of um, Slovenian beekeepers that use them. Um, it's a fabulous, it's a fabulous system. Um, so, and, you know, they tend to last longer because they're, they're, they're not sitting out rotting in a field. They, they have a protective structure around them. Uh, bees in general tend to overwinter better. Um, and uh, the ease of management is just, it's fabulous. So um, I'd be happy to come back and, and talk to you all about those. So what you're saying is, is you're the wizard of Aja? <laughs> is that what you're telling? <laughs> We're going to have the wizard of Aja on the show again? Oh, I I, I love that term. I don't know if I, I believe that probably that phrase belongs better to Bostian Noach and, and Dr. Cosmos, but I, I am happy to to speak on um, behalf of, you know, my, my fellow Slovenians about our, our native style of beekeeping. So, you know, looking forward to that event. Wow. <laughs> well, there you have it, everybody. Uh, a little bit of information on uh, on different take of uh <laughs> ken's personality there <laughs> so no we uh we definitely appreciate you coming on here jonna and talking to us today and we appreciate the information on world b day it is coming up this thursday no matter what you do definitely take a moment learn a little bit more about pollinators honeybees you name it and if you would like to absolutely join the world b day event being hosted on thursday and again we will post that event bright link out there for everybody and you can also go to worldbday.org for more information out there in regards to just the whole concept and all the wealth of knowledge that's behind it so thank you again for joining us we will absolutely look forward to having you back so we can uh, as ken says hear more from the wizard of aja <laughs> and uh, learn about these cabinet style slovenian beekeeping hives well i just um i'm so pleased to speak with you and, and ken this morning thank you john the show might be over for now, but the sting won't last long. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast as we'll be swarming in with new episodes Mondays of each month. Until then, behave yourselves.